drug companies should not exist because I ran upon a story written by, I love the way, the, the amount of research he put into this story by Richard Escal. I think he's a, I think he's a, isn't he? For, I think he's also an opinion writer at the New York Times, if I recall correctly. And his title was, why should drug corporations like Merck and Eli Lilly even exist? I agree with you, Mr. Eskew. They don't, they shouldn't exist. They're nothing but parasites. What do I mean by that? For those, who, um, many, for, from all the advertising that these companies make, they're going to tell Americans how important they are because of the way our economic system works. They create great drugs, and all these great drugs they create makes us more healthy. And not only does it make us more healthy, but it makes the United States a bastion of healthcare. And that's why the kings and queens around the world come to get service here at the Houston Medical Center, at the Mayo Clinic, and at all these great places of health that we have, which for all practical purposes is the truth. America. As I've heard Brother Howard say, Brother Howard, you used a phrase that I wanted to, to mimic that I always forget. Something about we have the best something you can oh, buy. Oh, yeah, that. We have the best government and justice money can buy and mm -hmm. the best health care you can afford. There you go. There you go. And, and that statement from Howard is profound. It's profound. He is absolutely so right because you know what? We have great health care. And yes, let's talk about the great health care that that money can buy. But most Americans are not going to get all those great discoveries that they paid for. I want to start out by reading pieces of his article. It says, how do big pharma executives have the nerve to show their faces in public? I want to stop there because I want to remind you of two of the, the stories that we covered earlier this, uh, this week. Welcome aboard, Melanie Keelan. Welcome aboard. Um, and it goes this way. Earlier, we spoke about inflation, who really causes it. And we also spoke about the Fed's raging, raising interest rates, penalizing the working class for a problem, inflation, not created by the working class, but business. And here we have the story that I'm covering today about drug companies. They are the ones creating large portions of the inflation rate as well because they're taking your money. All right. And I make the case here today. So again, for those who are just tuning in, I saw another batch just come in. For those who are just tuning in, title of the show again is Drug Companies Should Not Exist. And I'm going to read this story by Mr. SQ, a part of the story by Mr. SQ, and it goes this way. Why should drug companies like Merck and Eli Lilly even exist? How do big pharma executives have the nerve to show their faces in public, much less threaten to sue the government that has enriched them with the treasure and lives of the American public? Government-funded discoveries have given drug companies like Merck and Eli Linney, much, if not most, of their patented technology. The government lacks attitude toward drug company predation and criminality has made them even richer. I, I hope you get that because the drug companies are out there telling you 
that they've discovered something. They are making your lives better. They are making you healthier. It's a lie. Mostly every single drug created was done at a university or with a government grant. And what does that mean? It means that you, everybody who's listening to my voice right now and going to work every day, as you sit down many a times in your car, listening to the news and blaming your fellow brother and sister and blaming the other for the problems you are having in your life, for the health care you can't get, etc. Do remember where the problems lie with these corporate parasites. So again, what do they do? You are paying taxes every day. And you're... The taxes you pay are going to university to create great universities. And in those great universities, there are great scientists. And those great American scientists and scientists from all over the world, they're out there creating and researching new drugs. They're creating how the body responds to these things. And you know what? They, get, they, they experiment and experiment and experiment. And they find out, ah, this chemical re- reaction will work. Oh, The body actually absorbs things this way. They discover those things. And as they're doing it and their papers, they write and corporate executives read these papers. You know, they they subscribe to these stuff, these things. They read these papers, right? And they say, ah, guess what? The University of XYZ is doing this. Maybe we should talk about buying it. Then they go out there and they go to the university and they talk to the professor and they decide they're going to get a, they're going to give some money to the university to name a building after a professor or name a building after something. And which case the patent gets transferred to that company. They may even invest a little bit of money to further the research on something that will likely work. Remember what I've said in several other programs, corporations do not take risks. They like to say we make big profits because we take risks. Corporations are in business to minimize risk. It's completely the opposite of what they tell you the reason for profit is. We accept profit because, you know, if you, if you do great, you make a profit. If you don't do well, you don't make a profit. But corporations today are risk averse. You doubt me? They go ahead and they make sure that something works first. Even your insurance company. Your insurance company says, ah, I'm risk averse. I need to make sure you're not sick. Then I insure you. If you're sick, forget it. You better go to the government. But if, I mean, but if you want insurance, we, you better be healthy. And then if you start billing the insurance company, we try not to pay you. It's risk averse. They don't take risks. They're in business to make money for their shareholders and their executives. All right. Continuing with the article. A recent staff report from Senate Health Education, Labor, and Pension, it's called HELP, committee, and its chair, Senator Bernie Sanders, found that the average price of treatments over the past 20 years that the NIH scientists help develop, help invent, is $111,000. Think about that again. I repeat, the average the average cost of any particular treatment invented over the last 20 years. And by the way, and who invented it again? We the people. Cost 
$111,000. Where do you think most of that money goes to? Do you think it goes into research and development? Do you think it goes anywhere there? No. That money is a transfer of wealth from you into the pockets of Merck, into the pockets of Eli Lilly, and all these other companies, right? But we take it. You know why we take it? Because most of us don't know the truth. Most of us don't know that most of the money you pay for drugs go into the pockets of somebody else, even after you have paid for the development of that drug by the taxes you pay that go into universities and grants. And yet, at the first sign that the government might ask for something in return, these corporations bite the hand that feed them. Unfortunately, it's the public who bleeds. That is from the article. How rich is Merck? Its net income, not gross income, not gross sales. Its net income was $19 billion last year. An increase of what? 40% over the previous year. All right, let's stop there. I'm going to stop reading. I'm going to explain that. You have just gotten a net income of $19 billion. It's 40% over what it was the year before. What does that, what is that call? Inflation to the people. Profits for them, inflation for the people. If their amount of profit went up by 40% and they didn't give 40% more services and products, that means that is inflation. Who creates inflation again? I, I want us to think logically folks i don't want us to just listen to the news you hear on tv if a company doesn't give more products and services but their profits increase by 40 percent that determines productivity increases and likely inflation and what have we had over the last several years now a large increase in inflation that goes correspondingly with a large increase in profits for corporations who are doing that who are not doing any more services and products for you the reason i break down and try to tell you this is i want you always to with a grain of salt when you're watching the news to really listen to your backstory, because this is calculated parasitic ripoff. Continuing, the CEO of the company, the CEO of the company, received eighteen million four hundred sixty-nine thousand eight hundred thirty-five dollars in total compensation. One person that year. On average, Merck's senior executives received more than $10 million each in 2022. I repeat, executives at, at, at Merck, the average executive at Merck made $10 million or more in 2022. Whose money is that? Did they invent anything? Did they create anything? Did they research anything? No, they're executives sitting down at a desk with a piece of paper, a pen, a computer, an Excel, uh, Excel spreadsheet. How comes there isn't a 
safe a peaceful revolt against what we have allowed these people to do. You know, Johnny, several calls ago, said, Egberto, I know this. What do we do? What do we do? And I, you know, wrote a book called uh, How to, um, you know, How to Talk to Your Right-Wing friend, uh, Relatives, Friends, and Neighbors, and another one called How to Make America Utopia. And in these books, what I always try to do is say, you know what, brothers and sisters, we have people on the radio, we have people writing books, complaining and complaining and complaining and complaining. And nobody's telling you what to do. Well, I'm telling you what we can do. What we can do occurs every two years. But what we all together have to do is inform each other with the truth. Right? And informing with the truth also then says, go ahead when you go to that ballot box and vote for the people who are telling the truth and who are willing to do something with what's occurring that hurts us all. The fact that hundreds of executives around in, at all these drug companies all get millions of dollars every year for writing and writing a few essays and for doing a few Excel spreadsheets, etc., should have you so revoltingly mad. You shouldn't be mad at those things they are telling you to be mad about. Immigration? Are you kidding me? You shouldn't be mad about immigration. You should be saying, immigrants, come on over. There's so much work we have to do would actually reduce the cost of a lot of what we do. You know? The people that we should be mad at are the ones that are making us look the other way as they pick our pockets. $10 million each in 2022. More than half of that was awarded in the form of salaries, I mean, in the form of shares, giving each of Merck's leaders a multi-million dollar incentive to maximize profits regardless of the human cost. And isn't that what we're seeing right now? Isn't that what we are seeing right now? And yet, these senior executives don't seem embarrassed. You know, people on welfare, right? You're on food stamps. You're on whatever, you know, they want you to feel, you know, uh, like embarrassed, you know. You're on the dole. You're, 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 you're getting something you didn't work for. You're on food stamps, man. You're on, you're on SSI, man. You're getting something you don't deserve, man. Um, well, you should feel embarrassed. But that corporate executive who's getting $10 million, somebody on food stamps probably max, max, max out likely of a few, maybe two or $3,000 a year in what they get probably from the government, being on the dole if you want to call it that or whatever. That's what they get, maybe 3000 bucks or so. That corporate executive for sitting down in that office doing nothing gets $10 million. Who should be embarrassed? The welfare recipient? Or that executive who's getting $10 million for inventing nothing, for creating nothing, for solving no problem other than, being, other than winning the lottery to be chosen to be an executive in that company. You know, we have learned how to look down at certain people and how to look up at others. That person that makes $10 million that you would think one would look up to didn't deserve it. That person that makes $3,000 off of, 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 of uh, 
their their food stamps who go out there and spend that that food stamp money all of that food stamp money on food they are creating more economic activity by spending that food stamp money than that guy at Eli Lilly comparatively for having worked and done nothing and i'm not exaggerating here people we 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 have been taught to look down on some who life necessarily have not been kind to who probably is Effective worth to society is greater than that executive. But we've learned how to demean the poor. We've learned how to demean those people who, for the job that they do, don't make as much as they're worth. You know? It's, it's amazing how they have reframed our minds from birth. It's an indoctrination that is hard to get around. It's an indoctrination that we have to figure out how to get around so that we can start doing what's right for us all. Okay. And as this article was being written, this from our brother Isq, uh, the head of E.B. Eli Lilly exhibited a similar pathology detachment from human need. CEO David Ricks threatened to withhold medicine from seniors and disabled people on Medicare unless his demands were met. You know, they're suing the United States, you know. You know, Brother Biden passed the Inflation Reduction Act. And like I mentioned a few sessions ago, a few radio shows ago, they're suing the government because the government is saying $35 for insulin. No more $35 for insulin for stuff on Medicare. They called it an extortion by the government. The government is extorting the drug company for telling the drug companies, you cannot extort the American people. And now they're suing. They are suing the government for working for the people. Again, for a drug that is out of real patent, for a drug that you, the people with your tax dollars, developed, created with your tax dollars over a hundred years ago, and they're suing. They want your sympathy. They want your pity. They want your pity, people. And they think they can go into a court of law. Now, I imagine they're going to try to get it to be a judge, a trial by judge instead of a trial by jury. Because this case just has to be made by a lawyer out there. And the jury is going to say, oh, no. Not only are we going to charge $35, we're going to charge 3 bucks Because that's what it really costs. I want, look. I want you to know that as we speak about these things, there's nothing about wealth, envy, or us wanting to soak the rich or whatever. The problem is, too often, the rich is not rich because of their service or their worth to society, but because they know how to play the game of capitalism better than anybody else, a game that requires a certain level of dishonesty to play. You know, that's all. This isn't wealth envy. This is humanity loving. Not wealth envy. Humanity loving. Okay? Uh, so again, the irony is now they're suing. Adopting the mock 
empathy of an arm-twisting gangster, Rick said, the president, that, re- that refusing drugs to these patients would be really sad for people who rely on government benefits. Oh, my God, they rely on government benefits, but because the government only is going to give us 35 bucks or whatever, we got to hold back this drug that we're still making a profit from. Really sad for people who rely on government benefits. But it's consequence that market actors will pursue to restrict their exposure to the law. Folks, uh, please, please, uh, for anybody listening to me that wants to attempt to find something good about these companies whose modus operandi is exactly what we're describing here. Do you have a brother? Do you have a mother? Do you have a sister? Do you have a daughter? Do you have an auntie who may be sick? I want you to really, really think about this, folks. I really want you to think about what we're saying here and who we actually support. It is so important. Um, I, you know, there, the article, I have it linked in my um, in my newsletter politicsandright.com slash newsletter politicsandright.com slash newsletter i'm not going to finish reading the article because it's a very long article but what i want to uh what i want to point out and you know just about every paragraph i have to add my narrative so you know i can't read the whole thing but i want to give you some 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 context here that that i'm going to scroll down and give some context he points out he points out that merck sold its painkiller called Vioxx. For five years after initial trials raised the possibility that it caused heart attacks, but they still sold it. It did. By the time Merck pulled Vax from the market, it had caused an estimated 88,000 heart attacks among Americans. 38,000 of them died. Remember I said, they don't care. It's just about money. It was a great, very profitable drug. Merck reportedly made a, a hit list of doctors who disliked Vioxx, which included words like neutralize and discredit and internal emails said of those physicians. We may need to seek them out and destroy them where they live. This was, these are these executives talking. These $10 million executives? Doctors who found out that these drugs cause heart attacks in a bunch of people? They were saying we need to create a hit list of them. And get rid of them. The $10 million people, they became hitmen. Merck concealed reports of sexual dysfunction and other risks from its anti-baldness drug Propecia, including a long trail of suicide reports. Merck was forced to pay $2.3 billion to settle tax fraud charges. Merck paid $650 million to settle for violating the False Claim Act. Merck paid $1.5 million to settle charges of violating federal environmental laws in the Pennsylvania manufacturing facilities. Its additional environmental violations included the use of methylene chloride and proven animal, a proven animal carcinogen as solvents in some drugs. Merck paid $688 million to settle claims that it concealed the poor clinical trial outcomes of Vitorin, an anti-cholesterol drug. My point here is let's, let's work together to get things right. 
We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.